begin the Gemara today towards the bottom of Daf Kofiud Amit Beis, uh, four lines from the bottom of the Amit. So the Gemara here is going back to what it said in the Mishnah, Ketana v'chareshes. A person is married, Midrabanon, to a Ketana and a Chareshes. Both of these marriages are not Menatera. So the Mishnah said that if he dies, and then there's a mitzvah of Yibum, so usually the halacha of Yibum is that you mayabim one wife, and the other wife is potter. That story is the halacha, the tzara is potter. But over here, by these two wives, the Ketana and the Chareshes, because it's not clear which marriage is a stronger marriage. They're both only a marriage with the Rabbanon. But which marriage does the husband really want? So therefore you can't do Yibum for one and Pater the other. So what do you have to do? If he wants both of them to be mutter, to get married to anybody, what do you do? Keitzah Takanosam. We read this already, but I'm going to go over the Gemara again. Keitzah Takanosam. So what is it that you do? Amar Avchista, Amar Rav. So Avchista said in the name of Rav. Kainis Achareshes. Beget. He's going to marry first the Chareshes. He'll be Miyavim the Chareshes. And then Maitzia Beget, he's going to have to divorce her. O Ketano, Tamten, Achetagdel, Vetachleitz. The Ketano, so he's going to have to wait until she's going to be a Gedayla, and then she can do Chalitza for him. So once the Ketano, which is not a Gedayla, will do Chalitza, so usually once you do Yibum for one wife, that this Yivame, any thing else that you would do to the other wife does not anymore take effect at all. You already were Miyavim 1, and what you did later doesn't take effect at all. But over here, because this is a marriage with the Rabbanon, and we don't know which one is stronger and which one is weaker, so when you do the Chalitza of this Gedayla now, so then his marriage to this Chareshes cannot stay anymore in effect. He's not allowed to be married to her if he did Chalitza to another Yivama. Once you do Chalitza, you can't be married <coughs> to another wife. <coughs> Sorry. So if this Chalitza took effect, so then how could he stay married to this Yivama? So therefore, he's going to have to divorce this Chareshes that he did Yibum for. Uh, so that's mat to her, to get married to whoever she wants. And also Chalitza. Chalitza is done for this Ketana here, and now this, which is now a Gedayla, and now she can get married to whoever she wants. So Rav Chiste said, based on this, what Rav said, this Eitzah of what you do here, to be Mesakin, that they can both get married to whoever they want. Shmamina, from here we see Kesava Rav, that Rav's opinion is, Chareshes, Knuya, Umeshuyeres, Ketano, Knuya, Ve'ena Knuya. Okay, so before I read the Gemara inside and translate this, let me just explain the introduction that Rashi gives here to the Gemara. We see from the Mishnah that both a Chareshes and a Ketana, which is only a marriage with the Rabbanon, but the status of their marriage is not exactly the same. So Rashi says that one of them, when the Gemara here says, Chareshes Knuya Mushuyeres, what it means is there's a Kenyan here, there is a marriage, but there is a leftover to this marriage, meaning it's an incomplete marriage. Because it's only a marriage with the Rabbanon. That's the status of the marriage of the Chareshes. Ketana, but when it comes to a Ketana, Knuya Ve'ena Knuya, what does this mean? The marriage of a katana, the way we view it here, is that it's a suffix. Could be that it's considered to be a complete marriage, or we view it as, as no marriage at all. Since she was only a katana, and the marriage was only done for a certain purpose with the Rabbanon, but now when it comes to Yibum, it's not viewed as marriage at all. So it's a suffix. Rashi says that you cannot say that both the Chareshes and the katana 
have the same status as marriage with the Rabbanon, because that's the point that we see from the Mishnah, that they don't have the same status of marriage with the Rabbanon, and therefore the Yibum of one will not pat to the other, or the Chalitza of one will not pat to the other. So they have a different kind of status of marriage. And now this concept here that we see, that one of them has a status of a marriage, which is sort of a suffix. Could be we consider it to be a full marriage, or we consider it to be no marriage at all. That's something that we see from the next Mishnah that we're going to learn soon. So the question is, if we know that their marriage is not the same, and one of them, their marriage is going to be an incomplete marriage, and another one we view the marriage as a suffix marriage, maybe complete or maybe nothing. Which one is which? So Rav Chista says that from Rav I see that the Chareshes is the one that's an incomplete marriage. And the Ketana is the one that there's a suffix whether this marriage is considered to be a marriage at all. And the Gemara explains, If you're going to say that the reverse is true, That the Chareshes is the one that there's a suffix if this is a marriage at all. And Ketana Kenuya Mishuyeres. And on the other hand, the Kitana is an incomplete marriage. It's a marriage with the Rabbana, which is incomplete. So if so, what did Rav say before? Rav said that the Chareshes, in this, in this case, when he's married to the Chareshes and the Kitana, what do you do? First, he, marriages the, he marries, that is, the Chareshes. And then, after he's going to do Chalitza for this Kitana that's now a Gedoyla, he's going to have to give a get to the Chareshes. He can't continue staying married to her. The Chalitza, to the Gedoyla, does not allow him to stay married to the Chareshes. Why not? Chareshes amai kainis umitziyah beget. Why would he have to marry this Chareshes and then send her away with a get after he does Chalitza for this Ketana? That's now a Gedoyla. Tesev Gabay, let her remain married to him, Mimon And either way you look at it, her marriage is perfectly fine. Ik nuyahi, if you're going to say that the Kenyan of the Chareshes is a real Kenyan. So again, we're, we're saying now, if the approach here would be that the Chareshes, the marriage of the Chareshes is in doubt, maybe it's a real marriage, or maybe it's no marriage at all. So if her marriage to the brother that passed away was a marriage, so then Hakanuyahi, so then she's, she's the one that's fully, completely married to the brother. And if so, the mitzvah of Yibum is done specifically with her. So once he married her, so then he can remain married with her. And whatever chalitza is done later with the ketana, that doesn't affect this marriage. The chalitza with the ketana, which is an incomplete marriage, is not going to affect the marriage that he already had with this chareshes, which was a complete marriage and therefore a complete yibum. And we love knuyahi. And if her marriage, the marriage of the chareshes, is not considered to be a marriage at all, so So then she's just a woman from the street that has nothing to do over here with this entire yibum. So the fact that he did chalitza for the katana should not affect the fact that he previously married this chareshes. This chareshes, her marriage is not a marriage. In other words, the marriage to the brother that passed away is not a marriage. And now he's like just marrying a woman from the street. So why can't she remain married? So the fact that Rav says that this chareshes that he married will now have to leave with a get after he does chalitza for the katana. The reason is because when he does chalitza for the katana, which may be, could be this katana is really a full marriage. And therefore that chalitza has an effect even after he had the marriage to the chareshes, because the chareshes is an incomplete marriage. So therefore, after that chalitza, he's going to have to divorce this chareshes, which was only an incomplete marriage. That makes sense.
But now the Gemara asks, the question would be, but if so, if you'll argue and ask the question, so what are we going to say? So like Rav Chista said, we see that Rav holds that the marriage of the Ketano is a marriage which is in doubt. Maybe it's a marriage and maybe it's not a marriage at all. So if so, regarding the Ketano, what did Rav say? That the Ketano should wait and then when she becomes a Gedayla, then I'll do Chalitza for her. And if you'll ask the question, Why should she wait and then have Chalitza done when she becomes a Gedayla? So the exact same Svara that the Gemara said before, the Memon of Shach, the Gemara said before regarding the Chareshes, if we were to say that the Chareshes is the one that is a Suffolk marriage, but now that you're saying regarding the Ketana, that her marriage is a Suffolk, that maybe it's a complete marriage and maybe it's not a marriage at all, so if so, say the same thing regarding this Ketana. Why should she have to wait to do Chalitza? Let her get married to him. And then I'll say, If she was married to the brother that passed away and it's a complete marriage, so so she's the real wife and he did Yibum for her and, and that's it. You can remain married to her forever. And the other, the Chareshes, will not ever disturb this. She's the real marriage. And Ilav Knuyahi, and if she's not really married at all, so then the so then she's just a stranger, a woman, a stranger from the street that he's marrying, and there's no reason why he shouldn't be allowed to marry her. So why does Rav say that the Eitzah here is that the Katana has to wait until you do Chalitza for her when she becomes a Gedayla? Why? Answers the Gemara, you're right, as far as the Katana is concerned, she should be allowed to get married to him and remain married to him forever. But in Cain, but the problem though is, how is the Chareshes going to be released over here? What's the heta going to be for her? For a Chareshes, you can't do Chalitza, as we learned before a few times, there's no Chalitza for a Chareshes, so you're going to leave the Chareshes for what? She can't do any Yibum, and there's no Chalitza possible for her either. So how is the Chareshes going to be released over here? So that's why Rav says, you do the opposite, let her marry the Chareshes, and then afterwards he'll do Chalitza for the Ketana, and then he'll have to give a get to the Chareshes as well. Amar Rav Sheshesh said, This Svara that Rav Chisda said here, explaining Rav's opinion, makes sense as we see over here, in the Braise that the Gemara will bring, so this is going to prove this point, that the Chareshes' marriage is an incomplete marriage. And the marriage of the Ketano is a marriage which is a Suffolk. Maybe it's a marriage and maybe it's not a marriage at all. And we can prove this from the following Braise. The Tanya, the Braise says, Shnei Yachin, Nesuin, Two brothers are married, two sisters. Yisaymais, Ketano v'chareshes. So one is married to a Ketano and the other is married to a Chareshes. So again, these are two marriages that are only mid but as we said before, the way Rav Chista understands this, according to Rav, the marriage of the Ketana is a Suffolk, if it's a marriage or not a marriage at all. And Chareshes is a marriage which is an a incomplete marriage. So now there's two things that could happen here. So either what happened is, Meis Baila Shal Ketana. If the husband of the Ketana passed away, so now this Ketana is up for Yibum. So what happens? Chareshes Yetzir Beget. The Chareshes is going to have to leave with a get. Because it could be that this marriage of the Ketana is a real marriage. And the marriage of the Chareshes is only a partial marriage. So therefore, now that he has a Zika to this Ketana, and that's, that's a, a, re, a real marriage, so therefore this is going to answer the Chareshes, which is only a partial marriage, to continue being married to him. So therefore, the Chareshes is going to have to leave with a get. A ketana, but at the same time though, the ketana as well, tamtin at shetagdil v'tachlitz. 
she's going to have to wait until she becomes a Gedayla, and then she does Chalitza. She can't go mar- get married to this person, which is married at least partially to her sister, to the Chareshes, so she'll have to wait for Chalitza. So that's in the case where the Ketana was up for Yibam. May is Bailashal Chareshes, if the reverse happens, if the Chareshes is the one that's up for Yibam, her husband passed away. So now, again, the Allah is going to be Ketana Yaitze Beget. The Ketana is going to have to leave with a get because the Chareshes is going to ask her. Because it's possible that the Ketana, her marriage is not a marriage at all. Again, the, the Ketana, the status of the marriage of the Ketana is, maybe it's a marriage, maybe it's not a marriage at all. The status of the marriage of the Chareshes is that it's, a, it's an incomplete marriage. So now this Chareshes, which is up for Yibum, and this is a partial marriage with this Chareshes, will push away the marriage of the Ketana. Because could be the Ketana is not married at all. So therefore the Chareshes, which is at least partially marriage, married that is, will push away this Ketana, which is just like living with this person, and she's not really married at all. So that's regarding the Ketana, she'll have to leave. But the Chareshes, Asura Lailam, this Chareshes will be also forever, because she can't do Yibum, because her sister is at least, uh, could be, there's a Safa, could be her sister is fully married to, to the husband here, to the one that she would have to do Yibum with. And she can't do chalitza. She's a chareshes. So she's going to be also forever. V'im ba'ala chareshes. If he was over. And he did go ahead and he was miyavim this chareshes. So and that's, that's after he divorced the ketana. Right? So he's supposed to give her a get. And, and now he went ahead and married this chareshes. He wasn't supposed to marry her because could be the ketana is a real marriage. And therefore... Has he allowed to marry his sister? But he went ahead and married her anyways. So now what does he do? So all he has to do is, he gives her a get, and she's going to become mutter. So as the Gemara is going to explain, why does he give her a get, and, he be, and, she, and she becomes mutter? Because Muman of Shach now, if he gives her a get, she's going to become mutter. Either... He, he, she was not supposed to get married to him at all. She wasn't allowed to get married to him at all because the marriage to the sister, which is the Ketana, was a real marriage. And therefore, she's a sister here. So how could he marry her? So therefore, this is not a marriage, Bakhlal. This is just a znus. So this is, and there's no mitzvah of Yibim at all. She can go get married to whoever she wants. And if the marriage of her sister, the Ketana, is not a real marriage, and therefore now when you marry this Chareshes, this is really the mitzvah of Yibim, so now he gives her a get, and, uh, and he, he, he divorced her, and she can go marry to whoever she wants. So the man of Shach shall be mutter. So the Gemara explains this. Now, if you're going to say, like Rav Chista said before, Chareshes, Knuya Mashiyaris. The Chareshes, this is an incomplete marriage. Ketana, Knuya Veine Knuya. The marriage of the Ketana is a marriage which is in doubt. Maybe it's a marriage, maybe it's not a marriage at all. So therefore, this last point that we just said over here, the if you went ahead and married this Chareshes, again, this person was married to the Ketana, the sister, the Ketana, and now this Chareshes is up for Yibum, so he's not supposed to marry her, could be she's his sister's wife, but if you went ahead and married her anyways, we could understand why, then it'll be enough for him to just give her a get, and she'll become Mutter. Because the Amrit, either way, you'll say that the get over here will be effective to be matter this Chareshes. Why? If the Ketana that he's now currently married to, which is the sister, and so it's a real Kenyan, 
So Hanafke Mishumah Chaisisha. So then he, she, she doesn't have to do this Chareshah, doesn't need to do Yivim at all. She's not allowed to do Yivim. She's just in a Chaisisha and she's mutter to get married to whoever she wants. So if she went and got married to him, it's, it's just as nus, it's nothing. It was no marriage. She got married to whoever she wants. Ilav Knuya. But if the Katana that the, the Yavam is currently married to is not a Kenyan at all, so then Shapim Yavim. So then the Yibum that he did for the Chareshah is a good, is a real Yibum. He's now he's going to be married to her. And therefore, he gives a get and he's mad to her. So the get will take effect. But if you're going to say, not like Rav but it's the opposite. It's the Chareshah, which is the one that is a doubt whether her marriage is a marriage or not a marriage at all. And Ketana is Knuya Mushieres. And the marriage to the Ketana is considered to be an incomplete marriage. So then what happened over here? This Yavam is married now to the, to the Ketana, an incomplete marriage. And now this Chareshah falls for Yivam to him, and this Chareshah, there's a doubt. Maybe there's a full marriage, maybe there's not a full marriage at all. So if so, Kibal Chareshah. If he's not supposed to marry this Chareshah, because could be, because, there, because there's a Tzat to say. Not a Tzat to say, actually, there's... She, the, the, he's married already to the sister. He's married to the Ketana, which according to the way we're looking at it now, the Ketana is an incomplete marriage. So, how could it be Miyavim des Chareshes? If he's already partially married to a sister. But if he went ahead, and he was over, and he did get married to this Chareshes, but Amai Noisen get for Hutra. Why would just giving her a get be mad to her completely? Havile be a psula. This yibum that he did with her is a pasal yibum. Why is it a pasal yibum? Because he's being miyavim, his yivame, while he's married to her sister, at least partially. The marriage to the katana, which is a sister, is, is, a, is an incomplete marriage, but he, he's married to her partially. So when he's being miyavim, this chareshes, so it could be this chareshes is it was a real full marriage, and he's supposed to do yibum for her, but he, he can't do a proper yibum if the marriage to the katana, the sister, is already in effect before, and it is a partial marriage here. So this is a biyapsula, and what's the halacha by a biyapsula? When you do a yibum, which is a pasli yibum, it's the incomplete yibum, it's and that's not a proper yibum. When you do a biapsula, so the yibum didn't fully take effect, and therefore you're not going to be able to to just give a get and patter just with the get alone. You're going to have to give a get. But because this yibum was puzzled and it didn't take fully effect, you're going to have to do chalitza as well. So how could the b'raisa say that you just give a get and uh, that's all? And you can patter her. You're going to have to do chalitza as well. And in this case, it's a chareshes. You can't do chalitza, so she's going to have a problem. So therefore, it must be, like we said before, according to Rav Chizda, that it's the marriage of the Chareshes, which is an incomplete marriage, and it's the marriage of the Kitana, which is a Suffolk, whether it's a marriage or not. And therefore, if this Yavam was married to the Kitana, and now the Chareshes falls for Yibum, so Mimon if he went and got married to this Chareshes, did Yibum for the Chareshes, Mimon if he gives her a get, she's going to be Mutter. If the marriage to the Kitana was a marriage, so then the Chareshes is, is, a, is a sister, and there's no Yibum at all. If the marriage to the Kitana was not a marriage, so then the marriage to the Chareshes is a perfect marriage, and he can just give her a get now. So this proves like Rav Chista. But the Gemara says, not necessarily. There's another opinion that we could explain this Brais according to. Says the Gemara, you, what's your question here? The question is that a pasala bia does not patter this woman. You can't patter this woman just with a get. You'll have to give her chalitza as well. 
But we could say there's an opinion that argues on this. Possibly this b'raisa goes according to the opinion of Rav Nechemia, which was quoted earlier in the Masechta. The Omar Rav Nechemia says, psula, A bia of Yibum, which is possible, it's not a full bia. It's not this over here, like over here in this case, because he's already married to a sister, a katana, which is an incomplete marriage. So therefore, it passes this Yibum as well. But nevertheless, it's, it's partially a Yibum, so therefore, it will patter from Chalitza. So it goes according to Rav Nechemia. So even if we're going to say, not like Rav Chista, even if we're going to say that the marriage of the Kitana is an incomplete marriage, and the marriage of the Chareshes is a Suffolk, maybe it's a full marriage, and maybe not. And therefore, this is a case where you have a Biyop Sula of Yibum, but still, you could patter with a Get alone and not with Chalitza. Rav Nechemia holds by a Biyop Sula of Yibum, you don't need Chalitza. So maybe that's who this Bryce is going according to. Says the Gemara, okay, this part of the Bryce, it could be explained according to Rav Nechemia. But how about the Seif of this Bryce? It's not going to fit with Rav Nechemia. Hey, Ms. Seif, what does it say in the Seif of the Bryce? There's one person. And he's married to two Yusayimis. Ketana v'chareshes. So as Rashi says, the chareshes is not necessarily a yusayma, but he's married to two women, a ketana and a chareshes. And this ketana and the chareshes are not related to one another. And it's one person there. So that's in the first case of this Braha, said, speaking about two brothers that are married to two sisters, a ketana and a chareshes. Here we're speaking about one person that's married to a ketana and a chareshes that are not related to one another. Umeis, and now he passes away. So now the katana and the chareshes are up for yibum. This was the case of our Mishnah, where it spoke about this halacha, when a katana and a chareshes are up for yibum. So the halacha is that one does not pat to the other. Now what happens if the, this b'raith here adds and says as follows, Bo yovam ala katana, if the yovam went ahead, and was miyavam the katana, v'choz arubal la chareshes, and after, after this, he comes and he marries the chareshes, chareshes, or another brother comes and marries the chareshes. So then, nesru shteyan olav. Both the ketana and the chareshes are going to be usher on him. Because he married both of them, they're going to, they're going to be, both are going to be usher on him. So Rashi says that the isr over here, for this ketana that he married first, why would the ketana be a kam usher? It's really only a gzayre midrabanan. Because as we said, according to Rav Chista, what's the status of the marriage of the Kitana? The Kitana is a suffix. Either it was a full marriage or it's not a marriage at all. So if so, once he's miyavim, the brother now, is miyavim this Kitana, so mimanav shach, there should be no reason why he can't continue living with this Kitana even after he is miyavim the Chareshis as well, or a brother is miyavim the Chareshis. Why? Mimanav shach. If the Kitana was a full marriage, so that's the marriage. He's married to the Kitana. And the Chareshes, which is only an incomplete marriage with the Rabbana, will not disturb the marriage of the Ketana, which is a complete marriage. On the other hand, if the Ketana, his marriage is not considered to be a marriage at all. So he's like marrying a Ketana, which is a Isham and a Shuk, just a woman, a stranger. There's no reason why the marriage of the Chareshes afterwards should disturb that marriage. So really... The, the, the Rashi explains that the reason why we hear this katana will become possible for him as well is all a And the gzayre is because in a case, the Gemara is going to soon explain, if what happened was in the reverse, that first he married the chareshes, which is an incomplete marriage, and only afterwards he marries the katana, which is a marriage that's in doubt, so in such a case, the marriage of the katana will puzzle the marriage of the chareshes. 
because the marriage of the Ketana could be, it's a Suffolk marriage, so the marriage of the Ketana could be a complete marriage. And therefore this complete marriage of the Ketana will passel the Chareshes, which is only partially married from this whole Yibum. Because the real Yibum is the Yibum of the Ketana. And the Yibum of the Chareshes was not the real Yibum. So therefore the Yibum of the Ketana will passel the Chareshes. So therefore, Chachamu that even in the reverse, when he married the Ketana first and then the Chareshes, that that should also be Yasser. So not to confuse these two cases, so both, in both orders, whether he married the Chareshes first or married the Ketana first, they both become Yasser. Okay, now the Braise says, Keitza Takanason. So what is the Takana? Now that they're both Yasser to, to be married to him, so what do you do? Chareshes, Yetzir Beget. So this Chareshes, which is an incomplete marriage, so she leaves with a Get. There's no problem. And now Ketana, what do you do with the Ketana? For the Ketana, a Get will not be enough. The Ketana that he married first, so she's going to have to wait until she becomes a Gedayla and Vetachlitz. And then she'll have to have Chalitza. A Get won't be enough. You'll have to have Chalitza. And only after Chalitza will she become Mutter. So this is the part of the Braise that the Gemara is going to focus on here. When it says regarding this Ketana, that because he married the Chareshes after the Ketana, so now you're going to have to have a, a, not only a Get, but also Chalitza. So what's the Pshat here in this Braise? So the Gemara explains. If you're going to say, like Rav Chista said, according to Rav, Chareshes Kenuya Mishiyaris. The Chareshes is an incomplete marriage. That's the status of the marriage of the Chareshes. Ketana Kenuya Veine Kenuya. And the way we understand the marriage of the Ketana is that it's a doubt. Maybe it's a marriage, maybe it's not considered to be a marriage at all. V'Rabbanani, and this Braiseir is going like the opinion of the Rabbanan, which argued with Rab Nechemia, and that is that if there's a Biak Sheira, if there's a Yibum which is kosher, so then you can, you can just give her a get. But if it's a Yibum which is a Pasala Yibum, the, the marriage of the Yibum, was, something was wrong with it, so then you're going to need Chalitza as well. So it's going according to the Rabbanan. So so now according to this, it makes sense what the Braise says. That this Ketana will have to wait and also have a Chalitza when she becomes a Gedayla. And why is this? What's this Isser on this Ketana and what's this Gzayda based on? Because the Dilma, because over here, Taka, what happened? Well, he first married the Ketana and then he married the Chadesha. So like I said before, really in this case with the Ketana, there's no issue. This Ketana, which is a Suffolk if it's a full marriage or maybe it's not a marriage at all, so there's no, there's no issue with him staying married. But there's excited because of the reverse, of the, the, the opposite scenario. What would have happened if he first would have married the Chareshes first? So in such a case, when he marries the Ketana afterwards, so the Bia of the Ketana is considered to be a Bia Psula. Because once he's already married to the Chareshes, so that's an incomplete marriage. So, but, but he's already partially married over here to this Chareshes. So now the B of the Ketana is, 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 is this Yibum of the Ketana is an incomplete Yibum. Because he's already married to the Chareshes, at least partially. So the second Yibum is not a complete Yibum. Could be you already did Yibum for the first wife, for this Ketana. So the second Yibum is considered to be an incomplete Yibum. The halacha by Yibum always is, you can't be miyabim two wives. You can't be bina two, two of the, the wives here. So if the first Yibum is a Yibum, so then the Bia of the Ketana, it's, it's, a, it's a partial Yibum that is. The Chareshes is already a partial Yibum. That's the status of the marriage of a Chareshes. So then the Bia of the Ketana, is going to be puzzle. So therefore, we understand why the Ketana, which her Yibum, is a puzzle Yibum. So therefore, for the Ketana, it's not going to be enough to have a get. 
you're going to have to have chalitza as well. Because again, according to the Rabbanon, that's the halacha of a pasal yibum. Over here, this is a pasal yibum. Again, the reason why it's a pasal yibum is because he already married the chareshes first, and that's a partial marriage. So now the yibum of the chareshes, of the katana that is, which follows, you can't say it's not a yibum at all, because could be the, the, the katana is a full real marriage, much stronger than the marriage of the chareshes before. So, so therefore, could be that the, the, the yibum of the katana is, is a real yibum. But even if it is a real yibum, but he already was meyabim, the previous wife, at least with a partial marriage. So therefore now this second yibum is not a full yibum. It's, 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 like a, it's a puzzle, it's an incomplete, it's not a good yibum. So therefore in this case the Rabbanan say that you can't just give a get. You're going to have to give chalitza as well. So that's why the Braisa says that the Ketana has to wait until you give chalitza. However, if you're going to say Rab that the Seif of this Braisa here follows the opinion of Rab in other words, we're going to say that the seif of this b'raise is not going according to Rav Chista, and really the opposite of what Rav Chista said is true, that the marriage of the Kitano is considered to be an incomplete marriage. And the marriage of the Chareshes is a suffix. Maybe it's a full marriage, and maybe it's not a full marriage. So what happened? He was miyabim, the Kitano first. And the Kitano is an incomplete marriage. And then afterwards, he did the yibim for the Chareshes. So if it goes according to Rab Nechemyeh, so then the question is, why should the Ketana have to wait for Chalitza? Ho'omar, Rab Nechemyeh says, be a psula patra, that even if we're going to consider this to be a pasalabia of this Ketana, this Ketana is, is an incomplete, it's a, he's, his marriage is an incomplete marriage. Even if we're going to consider this to be a be a psula, but still, according to Rab Nechemyeh, a be a psula, in the case of Yibum, you could be patted just with a get. You don't need any chalitza either. So again, the point over here is, if we're going to understand, not like Rav Chista, rather, we're saying that this b'raisa holds that the bia of the ketana is an incomplete marriage. And the bia of the, of the chareshes is a suffix. Maybe it's a complete marriage, maybe it's not a complete marriage. So then, what's the story with the bia of this ketana? So really, as Rashi points out, the bia of the ketana is not really a bia psula. There's nothing that's a puzzle about this bia here. I mean, the, the beer of the Ketana, it's, it's an incomplete marriage. So it's a, okay, it's a, it's a weak beer, it's a shvach beer, but it's not really a posle beer. But Rashi says, even if you're going to say that because the beer of this Ketana is a shvach beer, it's a weak beer, why? Because the beer of a Ketana is an incomplete marriage. So therefore, that itself is a reason why we say that it has a status of a beer psula, of a yibum, which is posle. But if we're following Rab Nechemi's opinion, if, if, I mean, that's according to this, I mean, the Reish is Rab and the Seif is Rab Nechemia. So if we're following Rab Nechemia's opinion, according to Rab Nechemia, a Biyapsula will now uh, allow this woman to just receive a get and be totally potter. And she doesn't need a Chalitza. So why would the Braise say that the Ketana has to wait for Chalitza as well? So according to Rab Nechemia, it doesn't fit. Why do you have to wait for the, for the, for the get? For the Chalitza, sorry, for the Chalitza that is. So therefore, the Gemara says, So therefore, this Seifa of this Braise proves that we're going according to the Rabbanon. So this proves that it goes according to the Rabbanon. So this proves the point that we said before. This Braise proves, like Rav Chizde said, according to Rav, that the Bia of a Ketana is a Suffolk, if it's a marriage or not. And the marriage of the, uh, the Chareshes is an co- incomplete marriage. Um, Ravashi, Ravashi said, Mereshe, From the Reisha of this Brahsa that we quoted before, 
What was the Reisha? The case over there was two brothers that were married to two sisters. One was a Ketana and one was a Chareshes. So from there as well, we can see that this goes according to the Rabbanon. The Ketani, what did it say over there? In Baal, a Chareshes. So the first case over there was, not, not the first case actually, it was the second case of the Reisha. In the case where the Chareshes was up for Yibum, and he's not supposed to be Miyabimer, because could be that he's, he's, he's already married to the Ketana, and could be the marriage to the Ketana is, is a real marriage, so he can't uh, do Yibum for the Chareshes, which is a sister. So, if you went ahead and married the Chareshes anyways, so then he gives her a get, and then she'll be Mutter. That's what the, the Braise said before. But the Braise does not say the same regarding the reverse. In the, fir- the very first case of that Braise, when the Ketana, he's married to a, 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 the brother here now, he's married to a Chareshes, and the Ketana now is up for Yibum. The brother that was married to the Ketana passes away, and now the, the, the Ketana is up for Yibum. And over here as well, because he's married to this Chareshes, so he can't do Yibum for this Ketana, because could be this Ketana is not a marriage at all, so he can't, uh, he can't do Yibum for this Ketana. So what did it say? Because he's already married to a sister. He's already married to the sister of the Chareshe. So it says, in Baal HaKetana. Now the Braise does not say, does not mention that in Baal HaKetana. He's not supposed to marry this Ketana that's up for Yibum. But if he did marry this Ketana, He gives her a get and she'll be mutter. So why doesn't the Braise say this? Now when he marries this Ketana, this marriage to the Ketana would be a Bia Pesula. If we're going to follow the opinion of Rav Nechemye, that the status of a Ketana is that it's an incomplete marriage, and the status of the Chareshis is that it's a suffix, maybe it's a marriage, and maybe it's not a marriage, so then it's going to come out that the Bia for this Ketana is a, is a, is a Bia Pesula. So therefore, if we're following Rav Nechemya's opinion, the Braises should say this as well, that Noisun lo get v'hotra. According to Rav Nechemya, you give a get, and even though the, the yibum, the bia here, was a bia psula, but you give a get, and the get alone, according to Rav Nechemya, could patter completely without chalitza, even though this was a puzzle of bia. So why doesn't the Braises say this, according to Rav Nechemya? So the Gemara says, this is not a question. You're wondering why the Braise didn't give this uh, Eitzah, why I didn't talk about this case. This is not a question on the Braise. Regarding the case of the Chareshes that fell for Yibum here, where she has no way out, there's really no heta for her because she's going to have to do Chalitza, but she can't do Chalitza. So therefore, since there's no way to fix her situation in a way that's permitted, Katani takante di Yisura. So the Braise goes out of its way to say what could be done in a scenario where Bidiyeved, he went and married this Chareshis, even though he wasn't supposed to, that then he will be able to give her a get, and now she'll be totally mutter. But Katana de Isla takante de Teira, but regarding the Katana, where there is a way to fix her situation in a way which is permitted, let her just wait until she becomes a Gedayla, and he gives her a Chalitza, and then everything is good. So there's no reason so the Braise doesn't bring up this scenario of a Bidiyeved if you went and married the Ketana. He wasn't supposed to marry her. It doesn't bring it up because it gives you an eight of what you could do in a way that's permitted. A person is married to Yusaymis that are Ketanais, Umeis, and he passes away. And the Yavam was Miyavim, one of these Ketanais, one of the wives here. 
So he marries one of them, and and then he goes and marries a second one, which is not what you usually do. You're not supposed, you're not allowed to do this by Yivum to be Miyavim both of them. So he marries one and then he marries the other. Oh, or one of the other brothers went and did Yibum for the second one. So the fact that he was Miyavim, the second Ketana, the second wife, which is also a Ketana, does not passel the first one that he already married. And this Mishnah as well is based on the point we said before regarding the status of the marriage of a Ketana, that when it comes to this Ketana that falls for Yibum, so we're not sure what we consider this marriage to be. The, the status of the marriage of a Ketana is, is either, it's a suffix, either it's considered to be a marriage or it's not a marriage at all. So therefore, Miman of Shach, the first one that he married, is married. Either he did the mitzvah of Yibum or she's just like a stranger and he went ahead and married her. But not the second one though. The second one you'll not be able to stay married to because could be that the, the first one, he, um, he already did the mitzvah of Yibum and therefore he's not allowed to marry the second one at all. Because there's the Isra of Shnei Batim, as, as uh, Rashi already says, once he married the first one, you can't do Yibum for the second one. Sorry, it's not read separately. is the same halacha will apply also when you have two chareshas and you marry the first and you marry the second. So one, the second does not passel the first. Ketana v'chareshas. So if this person was married to a ketana and a chareshas, and ba yavam ala ketana, the yavam married the ketana v'chazar ba ala chareshas, and then he married the chareshas. I should ba achal ala chareshas. One of the brothers married the chareshas. Pasal es ketana. So then this will passel the ketana as well. So this goes back to, we had this point already before in the Braisa, even though really there's no reason to passel the ketana, because by the ketana there's a suffix if, his marriage is, if her marriage is a marriage or not. So Mimon of Shach, when he marries, marries this ketana, it should be okay. Either he did the mitzvah of Yibam or she's still a stranger from the street that he's marrying. But there's a gzeda because of the reverse case, which the Mishnah will bring right here. Which is Ba Yavamala if he first marries the Khareshis, which the status of a Khareshis is an incomplete marriage, the Khazar Bala Katana, and then he marries the Katana, Oishabakatana, or the brother marries the Katana, so then Pasal is a Khareshis. So then this passels the Khareshis because the marriage of the Katana could be a complete marriage. And therefore it passels the marriage of the Khareshis, which was an incomplete marriage. Pikachas v'chareshes, if this person was married to a Pikachas and a Chareshes, a regular healthy woman and a Chareshes, and then he passes away, and now Ba Yovam ala Pikachas, the Yovam marries the Pikachas first, and then V'chazer Ba ala Chareshes, and then he marries the, the second wife as well, the Chareshes. I should Ba Ochav ala Chareshes, and one of the other brothers marries the Chareshes. The fact that he married afterwards the second wife, the Chareshis as well, will not passel the first marriage with the Pikachas. The Pikachas is the healthy woman. This is the real marriage menatayra. The fact that he also afterwards marries the other wife, which is only a marriage menatayra, or incomplete marriage, doesn't affect any at all the first marriage, which was a complete marriage. If first he marries the wife, which is a Chareshis, an incomplete marriage, the Chazar of Baal Pikachas, and then afterwards he goes and marries the healthy wife, the Pikachas, so one of the brothers marries the Pikachas, then Pasalas Achareshes, so then he passes the Chareshes, the real marriage is the marriage of the Pikachas, so now he passes the Yibum that he did with the Chareshes, which was an incomplete marriage. And similar dialogue is with the Gedoyla and the Ketana, if this person was married to a Gedoyla, which is a complete marriage, and then he was married also to a Ketana, which is a marriage, which is a Suffolk, if it's a marriage at all. 
Ba Yavam ala Gedailah. So if the Yavam first marries the woman which is the Gedailah, then the Chazab ba ala Ketana, or then he marries the Ketana, or Shiba Achal of a Ketana, or a brother marries the Ketana, Le Pasal is a Gedailah. This will not passel the Gedaila, which is a complete and full marriage, and there's no sfekas in this. But if if first the Yava married the Ketana, so this is a, a Bia, this is a Yibum, which is a Suffolk, if it's a Yibum or not. And then and then he comes and he marries the Gedaila, or a brother married the Gedaila, so over here, Pasalas Ketana. So in such a case, he will Pasal the Ketana, which is a Suffolk Bechlal, if it's a marriage or not. says, We teach the Ketana that she should be Mimayin. And once the Ketana is going to be Mimayin, so then the Gedaila could stay married to him. If the Ketana is not going to be Mimayin, so since the marriage of the Ketana is a Suffolk, maybe it's a marriage, maybe it's not a marriage, so the marriage of the Ketana is not going to allow the Gedaila to stay married to him. So therefore we teach the Ketana to be Mimayin, and now the Gedaila will be able to stay married to him. We pass in like Rabbi Lazar and this Mishnir that we teach the Ketana to be Mimayin. And so too Rabbi Lazar said, this is Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas, which was a Amaira, that Halachik Rabbi Lazar, that we pass in like Rabbi Lazar of our Mishnah, which is a Tana. Now we need the, this, that they said, that the halachi here is like Rabbi Lazar, that we teach the Ketana to do Mion. Even though we had a similar thing that was already taught before, and over there as well, they said that we paskin like Rabbi Lazar. So this was the halacha before, this is going back to our Mishnah on the Kuftes Aleph, where over there we're speaking about two brothers that are married to two sisters, and one is married to a Ketana, and one is married to a Gedayla, so if the one that's married to the Gedayla passes away, so now the one that's married to the Ketana can't do Yibum to the sister. So there, Rabbi Laza says, no problem, we teach the Ketana to be Memayin, and now he could marry her sister, and he could do the mitzvah of Yibum. And over there as well, before the Gemara said, on Daf Kufyud, that Allah is like Rabbi Laza, that we teach the Ketana to be Memayin. So why does it have to say it over here as, as well? So the Gemara explains, Tzricher at the Seir of Yer again. Diet me if we would say the halacha is like Rabbi Lazar only in the previous case, Pahach ka'oma Shmuel, halacha ka Rabbi Yezer, over there, Shmuel said the halacha is like Rabbi Yezer, here it says in the Gemara Rabbi Yezer, sometimes it's Rabbi Lazar, sometimes it's Rabbi Yezer, anyways, here it says Rabbi Yezer, so over there, when Shmuel said the halacha is like Rabbi Yezer, the reason is, Mishum Delekiyah Mitzvah Yibam, over there the mitzvah of Yibam was not fulfilled yet, you had this Gedolah that fell for Yibam, and the Yavam is married to the Kitana, and he can't do the mitzvah of Yibam. So we teach the Kitana to be Mimayan, to refuse her marriage, so you can fulfill the mitzvah. So for the purpose of the mitzvah, you can, you can teach her to do uh, Miyun. But over here, what's the case? That he already married both the Kitana and the Gedolah. You weren't supposed to do both, for, do Yibam for both, but he did. He went ahead and did Yibam for both already. So he already did the mitzvah with both. So maybe beget, let both of them give a get, and that's it. There's no reason to teach the Ketana at this point to be Mimayin, so the Gedailah should remain married to him. The mitzvah was already fulfilled. So that's why there's a Chiddush over here, that even here we pass like Rebbe Lozar, that we do teach the Ketana to be Mimayin, so the Gedailah can remain married. On the other hand, if we would only say over here that we teach the Ketana to be Mimayin, then I would say, Mishum de Gedailah, Ramya Kameh. 
Because over here, the case is that this katana and the gedola that fell for Yibum are two wives from one marriage that fell for Yibum, and they both are in this mitzvah of Yibum. They're both a, a, a option for this mitzvah of Yibum. They're not sisters. What we're speaking about in our Mishnah is a katana and a gedola, two wives of the same marriage that fell, either one, for Yibum. So over here, there's reason to say that because the gedola is part of, is an option for this mitzvah, she has this mitzvah of Yibum, so let the katana be memayin, so the gedola could, could be continued doing her mitzvah. Avol idoch pot in the previous case. What's the previous case speaking about? When you have a law that falls for Yibom while the Yavom is married to her sister Akitana. So while the Yavom is married to her sister Akitana, so, so the, the, there's no mitzvah bachlal of Yibum here. The Yavom is, is a chaysishta, it's his wife's sister. So in the current state, there is no mitzvah of Yibum. If the katana will be memayin and refuse the marriage, now there'll be a mitzvah of yibum for the gedayla. But in the current state, there is no mitzvah of yibum. So maybe in this case, there's no reason to teach the katana to be memayin to enable the, the opportunity for a mitzvah, if currently there is no mitzvah yet. So therefore, tzricha. We have to say that there as well, we pass like Rabbi Laza, that we do teach the katana to be memayin to give the gedayla the opportunity for the mitzvah of yibum. The Yavam is a Katan, the Katana is a Katana, the Yavam that is is a Katana, and he's Miyavamer. So Yigdulu Ze Mze, so he, he has to wait, even if he wants to divorce her now, he can't, he's a Katan, he can't divorce her now, so he's going to have to wait until she becomes a Gedayla, and then if he, if he wants, he can divorce her, he can continue living with her. Bal Yavam if this Yavam, which is a cotton, got married, was Miyavim, this Yavama, which is a Gedaila. So again, he can't give her a get right now because he's still a cotton. So to Gadlano, she has to live with him and stay, stay, wait until he becomes a Gedaila, a Gadl that is, and then he can give her a get if he wishes. Zakta Mishnah, another Allocha, Hayavama Shamra. Yavama comes and says, it's within 30 days. She was living with her Yavam. She went and got married to her Yavam and she was in the house. She was living with the Yavam for 30 days and she comes and says that now I'm not interested in staying married to him. And she has a get actually. She has a get that her Yavam gave her. And now she has a get and she says, okay, now that I have a, uh, a get, so, so everything is fine. And she comes and says that I was, she, he was not boil me ever. He was not boil me. Now, what, what happens if he was not boil her ever? So now, he never was Mekai in the mitzvah of Yibum. If he was not Mekai in the mitzvah of Yibum, so the get that she has is worthless, really. He's going to have to give her a chalitza now. So in such a case, she comes and she says that she's basically making herself usher. I mean, she's saying that, she, that he never was boil her, so therefore... Uh, she's going to have to give her chalitza. So if this happened within 30 days of, of her living with him, we trust her. We trust her that the husband, this Yavam, never lived with her, never necessarily had marital relations with her. And therefore the get she has is not enough. And she's going to have to have chalitza as well. And we force the husband to do the mitzvah and give her chalitza. But if he was living with her in the same house after 30 days, and now she has a get, and she comes along and says, but... He never, we never had married relations, so the mitzvah of Yibun was never done, and I also need chalitza. And then the husband argues and says, what do you mean? We, I, I, we did have married relations, there was a Yibun, so I don't have to give you, I don't, I don't, we don't have to have chalitza. So in such a case, the truth is we don't really trust her, because 
after 30 days, the assumption is that the husband definitely lived with her already and had married relations and the yibum was done and there's no need for chalitza. But she, she comes and tells us that, that her, she's, she's saying about herself that she does need chalitza and that they never did live together. So this is what's called Shavia Nafshah Hatichidi Sura. She's assering herself, even though we don't trust her, but if she asserts herself, even though we don't really trust her, but if she is assering herself, she can do this. And we, we ask the husband that you should give her chalitza. Shayach litzla. If the husband himself is agreeing to her, the husband says that, you're right, we, we were together in the same house, but I never lived with her, I never fulfilled the mitzvah of Yibum, so then I feel Allah Hashem even if it's after a year time, we're going to force the husband to do chalitza. If this woman, she was still married to her previous husband while he was alive, and she, she got into a fight with her brother-in-law and she made a nether that she'll have no anna from her brother-in-law. And now her husband passes away and now she's up for Yibam, for this brother-in-law that she made a nether not to have anna from him. We forced the Yavam to give her chalitza. She can't be married to him, she can't have anna from him. If she made this nether not to have anna from him after the mitzvah of Yibam was now in effect, and now she comes and makes a nether that I'm not going to have a nor from you. So it's pretty clear that she made the nether just with the purpose not to be able to do this mitzvah. So that's her fault. So over here, he doesn't, we're not going to obligate him, but we're going to ask of the, of the Yavam to go and, and do chalitza and release her. If, even while the husband was alive, and we know that when she made this nether not to have a from her brother-in-law, she did it with the purpose in order not to be able to do the mitzvah of Yibam with him. So then also we can't obligate the brother when the husband passes away. We can't obligate the brother to do the mitzvah of Yibam. So we could only ask of him to do chalitza for her. Zokta Mishneh, going back to the first case, so it said that we have a Yavam, a cotton that's married to a Yavam, a Katana. Shall we say our Mishnah does not follow the opinion of Rabmei? Tanya, we learned in the Braise, earlier in the Masechta of May, says, Cotton the Ketano, when you have a cotton and a Ketano, Lechelzin, Veloy Misyabim. There's no Chalitza in this case, and there's no Yibum either. Divri Rab Meir, this is Rab Meir's opinion. So this, uh, over here our Mishnah says that there is Yibum and Chalitza for a cotton and a Ketano. And says the Gemara, fill the time of Meir, it could even follow Rab Meir's opinion. Ki Yomer Rab Meir, when did Rab Meir say there's no Chalitza for Yavam? That is a cotton or a katana, gedayla le cotton, a katana le gadol. If one of them is a gedayla, whether the, she's a gedayla or he's a gadol, in such a case, the chad minayu biyid isuduhu. Because for one of them, what's the reason of Rav Meir? Now, according to Rav Meir, it's possible that for one of them, this is going to be a biyasuda, and that is because the whole mitzvah of yibum does not apply in a case where the husband is a sris, he can't have any children, or the woman is an islandess and she can't have any children. And that's not something we could know when they are a cotton or a katana. So when they become a godl or a gedayla, it may turn out to be that they can't have any children, so the whole mitzvah of yibum didn't apply. And what if the mitzvah of yibum doesn't apply? Then this is an ava. So therefore, in such a case, we don't want them to do yibum when one of them is a cotton or a katano, so maybe it may turn out to be an iser. 
But that's only if one of them is a godl or a gedayla. So in such a case, if they're doing an iser, we can't allow them to do an iser. But if both of them are a katan and a katana, they get married to one another, says Rashi here says, we can't stop them, like the klal is, regarding when you have a, a katan or a katana that eats even nevelas, Bezdin is not obligated to separate them, to stop them from eating uh, these nevelas. They're doing an iser. So over here as well, if they're both a cotton and a katana, so then that's what our mission was speaking about. So then, as the Gemara here concludes, if it's a cotton that married the katana, the tarvayu ki adodininu, and they are both the same, they both are not yet, uh, the iser doesn't apply to them when they're still a cotton and a katana, so ki adodininu loyama. In such a case, Rav Meir did not say that they, they, that they can't do yibim for one another. But that's not in our Mishnah. What did it say afterwards? The Mishnah says afterwards, we're also talking about a case where only he is a cotton and she is a gedayla. Exactly the case that you just said that Rav Meir says you can't do any yibum. And it says to Gadlanu that she stays married to him and then only later if, she wants, if he wants, he gives her a get. Oh, but Rabchanina Chuzah, so answers, it could still go according to Rabmeir, Ba Shani, over here we're talking about Bidiyevet, once he already married her. Once he already married her, Rabmeir would agree that he could stay married to her. But before, because there's an Isser, could be this Isser, we don't know. If they can't have any children, so then, uh, then it's, it would be an Isser. So then he said it's not allowed. But the Gemara asks him this, But it says that he continues remaining married to her until, she becomes, until he becomes a Godel. So every time he, he's having marital relations with her, and could be there's no mitzvah of yibum here, and therefore could be this is really aishas. Ach, this is a erve. So how, how could he continue living with her until she be, until he becomes a gadol? So therefore, the best pshat over here is like we said before, masnisin the loik rab meir. This mission does not follow rab meir's opinion by a katan and a katana. If one of them is a katan or the other is a gedayla, and the same thing, the reverse. There's no mitzvah of yibum because we're chayshish. Maybe it'll turn out that one of them can't have children here. But now the gemara has another question about this whole concept of yibum happening by a katan and a katana. How could you have yibum at this point? Why don't I read over here and apply the Pasuk that says, that the whole point of the mitzvah of Yibum is in order to have children, for, to make a name for your brother, to, 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 to give a name for a child that's born. So that's the whole point of here. And by a cotton and a katana that can't have any children at this point, so there is no mitzvah of Yibum yet. So how, how is there Yibum for a cotton and a katana? Omar Abaya, Abaya says, Omakrab, because there's another Pasuk that says, Yavama Yava Yalau, the Yavama marries the, the Yavam, Kalduhu. No matter, even if, whatever it is, even if it's a cotton and a katana, still the mitzvah of Yubum is done. So this Pasuk teaches me even a cotton and a katana. Rava Rava says, Balavachanami Lemotzesamris. Even without this Pasuk you're bringing over here, Yavama Yava Yalau, you can't say the Svara that you said before, that when it's a cotton and a katana, because they can't have any children at this point, so there's no mitzvah of Yibam at that point. You can't say this, because me, Yikim Midi, is there any time a case that I'll say regarding Yibam as follows? The Hashta Asirile, that now when she fell for Yibam, it's going to be Osir, because they can't have any children yet. 
And then and then later when they become a godl and a gedayl, a sharia, and then it becomes mutter. There's never such a thing. The halacha by yibum is, you have to look at the time when the yivama fell for yibum. If at that time she's also for yibum, that isa remains forever, as we learned before in the Masechta. So if you're going to say that over here, by a katana and a katana, that when she fell for yibum, so then the, 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 she's also at that point because they, they can't have any children, so that isa would remain forever. So that can't be. So Elamai, even though now she's a katana and they can't have any children, still the mitzvah of Yibam still applies now. She's mutter for the Yibam and therefore she could do Yibam now, she could do Yibam later when she becomes a Gedayla. Okay, but the Gemara asks on this, but how do you know that this is true? Uh, for, I'm sorry, for, let's, first let's finish the subject over here. The Gemara brings the source for this concept that there's no such a thing by Yibum that at the time of she fell for Yibum, she's Asr and later she becomes Mutter. If at the time that she fell for Yibum, the mitzvah of Yibum does not apply, so then at that point, her status is established as being Asr. She's a brother's wife. She yeshle banim that had children, and therefore there's no mitzvah of yibum in such a case. Vasura she remains also forever. So therefore that can't be, and therefore over here we say that even as a katan and a katana, the mitzvah of yibum does apply. But maybe this is actually true. Maybe the whole mitzvah of yibum will only apply if the yavam fell for yibum as a gedayla, and he, and the yavam is also a gadol. But in a case where one of them was a katana, and at this point they can't have any children, so therefore now they can't do the mitzvah. Maybe I should say that in such a case there will never be a mitzvah of yibum. Says the Gemara, no, Amakra, the Pasik says, Kiyeshvu Achim Yagdov. The Pasik says that the mitzvah of Yibim applies when brothers are living together. And that means even if the brother, the Yavam, is only one day old, still he's a cotton, and the mitzvah of Yibim does apply. So if the mitzvah of Yibim applies for a cotton, it means that the, yibum, the mitzvah of Yibim applies then, and the mitzvah of Yibim applies later as well, obviously. The Mishnah said, Yavam comes and says, before 30 days are up, when she was living in the same house with the Yavam, that we never had any relations with one another, we trust her. After 30 days, we don't trust her anymore. It, it must be that the husband didn't hold back, or the Yavam, that is, didn't hold back, and had relations with her. Says the Gemara, where does this shear of 30 days come from? Who said this? Who's the one that said that for 30 days a person holds back and it's possible that he did not have any relations with her, but after, from 30 days and on, we say that he definitely did. This is Rab Meir. The Tanya will learn in the Braise, Tainas Besulim. A husband that comes along and says that this wife that I married, so she was not a Besula, she's not a virgin. Someone had relations with her before. If it's within 30 days, we trust this Taina. We accept this Taina that he is having relations with her now for the first time. And he's coming and saying that she was not a Basula. That's what Rabbi says. But that's only within 30 days. After 30 days, we say that he probably had relations with her before. And now this is the second time. And therefore, we don't accept this Taina that she's not a Basula anymore. He himself had relations with her before. Rabbi Yaisi says, Nistara, if they're living together and they're secluded with one another, la alter, so then only if he comes right away and says that she's not a basula, we'll trust him. If he was never secluded with her, then even after many years, 
Uh, he can come and Taina and say that she was not a basula. So we see according to Rabbi Yaisi, there's no such a share of 30 days. Immediately, only if he comes and says immediately after he was secluded with her, then we trust him. Uh, but afterwards, even within 30 days, we don't uh, trust that he was gonna, would hold back of having relations with her. And we, we, we're going to tell him, look, you probably had relations with her before already. So it's Rab Meir. Rab Meir is the one that gave this shear of 30 days. We can say that our Mishnah does follow even according to Rabbi Yaisi. Over here, Rabbi Yaisi would agree that there is this shear of 30 days. Over there, Rabbi Yaisi says that right away he's going to have relations with her. This is the wife that he was Makadish her. So therefore, the Gizba is very comfortable with her. And therefore, we say that probably he right away had relations with her. But over here we're talking about the mitzvah of Yibam, which it's his brother's wife, it's his sister-in-law. So over here he's embarrassed from her, so he's not necessarily going to have relations with her right away. So therefore over here, Rabbi Yisrael would agree that this is the shear of 30 days. Up until 30 days he would hold back of, of relations with her, but after that he wouldn't. And therefore, after that we don't trust her to say that he didn't have relations with her.